Hey there, and welcome to day 138 of Don't Forget Your Worth, the podcast with matching YouTube channel. I'm Andrea. We had one heck of a storm last night, you guys. Like, I'm new to Colorado and storms on the Rocky Mountains, but I had no idea, none, that you could have thunder and lightning with an ice storm. It was insanity to me. I could not believe what I was hearing. Griffin was like looking at me like, do you know what that is? And I'm like, no, do you know what that is? <laughs> sure enough, as the whole house is lit up, you know, from thunder and lightning, it's um, it's super duper windy and it's just nailing the window with ice. I mean, just little ice chips and raindrops that are formed like ice and I'd never been through such a thing. I was Googling up. I'm like, oh, my stars. I don't even have TV or internet or anything. I mean, I'd be the last person to know if like a tornado were to blow through here. So I was, I was trying to figure out what was happening. I've, I've never been through anything like that, but we survived it. And I'm kind of giggling at how like just in every day, like even the message last Sunday was about storms. And then this was a storm. And then I feel like I'm pulling these pieces to read to you at random, but we keep coming across the word storm or the predicament and circumstance of storms in our life. So I just got the biggest kick out of kind of the way everything's just spinning and twisting. And I hope that just the words that you need to hear are placed in front of you, or maybe they're words that you recognize are just right for somebody that you know or a great friend. So um, please just be blessed by today's reading. It's called A Knee-Knocking Heart Transplant. And so it begins. I came around the clothing rounder and found a customer on the floor resting on her knees, sifting through the carefully folded stacked jeans. Good morning. Can I help you look for a particular size? I asked, as if I was there to become her very help in a time of need. <laughs> the gal looked up and her face and smile started sifting through my mental Rolodex. I knew her, but I couldn't place her. Andrea, oh my gosh, what are you doing here? She asked, rising up to stand. My whole brow must have twisted up and looked confused. I work here. Kelly, she says, from the sorority. Data and memories flooding through and breaking the dam right free, but of course. Oh, I'm sorry, Kelly. Kelly, of course. I just wouldn't expect to run into you states away like this. How cool is that? Do you live here in Boise now, or are you just visiting? My husband and I just moved here. We live right off of Harrison. How long have you been here? Just moved here. The day after graduation, August. Wow, Kelly, congratulations. We exchanged numbers, myself thinking, that's about that. I was single and had my own place downtown in the historical district. Kelly's husband was out of town and her phone call rang a bit lonely, so I invited her over for a pizza and a movie. See you in 10. I admired Kelly for how vulnerable and real she was. I had remembered this about her. She had a rough time with things and was handed some tough times, and she never held back one detail. She talked as she pulled pepperoni off the pizza and ate it all single, and we sipped RC Cola like it was fine wine. <laughs> the pizza box sat empty and our tummies sat full when Kelly said, Do you want to go first? First what? I said all confused. The bathroom, she said, nodding towards the studio bathroom's door. 
No, thanks, I don't need to go. As she got up from the floor where we had dined at the coffee table, she said, I keep swearing that I will stop throwing up my food. You will have to tell me how you quit. How I quit? How I quit? What? (laughs) Quit what? She disappeared into the bathroom and turned on the running water so that I couldn't hear her gag up her food. As my heart became instantly sad for Kelly, memories spun in my head sitting on that small couch while she was, quote, using the bathroom, my mind taking me right back to, quote, the great betrayal. I was a freshman in college and was selected in lottery to, quote, live in at the sorority. When we went through rush week and initiation, you were running on faith that what you see is what you get these girls becoming instant, quote, sisters, and most suddenly instant roommates. During rush week, nobody was swearing, nobody reeked of cigarette smoke, nobody stole your clothes and food, and nobody was throwing up their food. Post-initiation, my Pollyanna world got rocked all loose and looked like, quote, the University of Oregon and the Greek system were there to devour me in one bite ripping my rose-colored sunglasses plum off my nose. (laughs) I felt alone, even surrounded in a house full of young women I could barely relate to and began to separate myself. This was my hometown, and with family and friends right close on my church off campus just a few blocks away, I was lost and I was found. Kelly came out of my small bathroom, commenting on how cute it was in there, and sat back down on the living room carpet. Kelly, man, awkward for me, her her normal, not mine, weird. Kelly, I am sorry, I didn't know you were bulimic, were the only words I could find. But there must be some misunderstanding, I've never intentionally made myself throw up my food. I'm the one who should be sorry, she said. I just assumed that you were because of how skinny you are. We both laughed and she continued on with her trials. Her words were refreshing and free, but my thoughts were now a million miles away and the enemy was having a time with my mind. Oddly, I was insulted. For a time, I became ashamed of how thin I was. I have a killer metabolism and can really belly up to the table and eat. But suddenly I was worried about what people must think watching my ability to eat metabolize all of this food. They must think I throw it all up. I made sure to never use the bathroom after a Thanksgiving meal for fear family would assume I had some bulimic problem. They never did. They've seen me eat like an ox since I was a teenager. The enemy put it all in my head. And then, what do you know, just like me, my children are nothing but smiles and legs. We're all just ridiculously thin, you guys. (laughs) Super tall, super thin. (laughs) I worked in the modeling industry, so I knew what anorexia looks like. They had a disease, skin covering up bones, hollowed out cheekbones, thinning hair. I was the one diseased. Although I had great compassion for, quote, these models, I admit that I saw their addiction as a weakness, 
not a need for their true identity from their very maker. I sadly admit I put the friendship with Kelly on a shelf just because I was oddly so insulted by her assumption. I too felt judged through assumption, guilty by association, for a crime I never committed. Instead, I needed a complete, quote, heart transplant. There is no crime that God's grace did not cover. In fact, there was no crime, even. Quote, those people weren't weak. They were wounded and hurting, needing Jesus so bad they could hardly take it anymore. That's not weak, Andrea. That is all of us. With my own spiritual maturity, I spun my heart and perspective around to just look and love a whole lot more like Jesus, committing to show these women their self-image the way that God sees them, getting rid of Satan's mirror and false reflections. You have to look at where God sent me from a catwalk runway to the most awkward podium of my life. As a mentor to teen women, and a public speaker to teens and women alike, I address bulimia and anorexia on podium and in curriculum at length, standing there darn near tears, six foot in heels with a tiny petite frame, knees just knocking together, feeling sorry for the way that I naturally look. I became worried to death that my God-giving body image would cause some young girl to stumble to anorexia or bulimia. Although I've never had an anorexic or bulimic day in my life, my life has seen its effects way up close, and Father God speaks right through me and into that microphone, and I lay my own pride way down low, and I free his amazing young women. So I share my stories, and I too am free. Jesus finds us in our weakness, and extends his greatest grace, his son for all of us, judgment replaced with extreme compassion. Share your stories, even if your knees are knocking together. Share. You are God's greatest creation, beautiful in every way. He cannot take his eyes off of you. You are complete perfection to him, breathtakingly beautiful, downright stunning. He could have easily designed us to come straight out of the room, straight out of the womb with knowledge of him and designed us to worship him from our very first breaths. I assure you, this would not have been tough for our God. But instead, God wanted relationship for us. He chose us to spread the word about him through relationships. We worship a very relational God. He did this on great purpose. Alike, people relate to alike people. Alike struggles relate to alike struggles. I know that sounds small and trite. It is huge. Alike people relate to alike people. So if your extra pounds make you more relational to a brother or sister that needs Christ real bad, that may also 
be wearing a few extra pounds, then I assure you that God's love sits right there with you, relating in a very special way. You've been there too. The very heart of us cries out, me too. And you will realize that those extra pounds are pure Jesus, his perfect plan all along. The very, quote, wrapper that you are in was created to perfection for his purpose, to spread the news about Jesus. Believe this and live this and take off some guilt to unwrap how God really, really sees you. He cannot take his eyes off of you. I love you. Mm, longer piece than I realized. Sorry, you guys. That's like, it's a doozy. <laughs> but I'll tell you what, it, it is good. It is really a sweet piece. And um, I'm glad that I shared and I wrote that story. I mean, it just shows, it really is the case. And you know what I needed? This is so true. This is ridiculous. But it's like I talk about how we all have our own crosses to bear, Right? I bear this cross of failed relationships. I do. Even a gal that I worked with today was so sweet as I was, I mean, I was just like crazy mad because it's the truth of it. It's Christmas and the IRS reaches out and they just want me to show my canceled check for my 2018 taxes and send that to me and blah, blah. And I'm like, oh my stars. So I have to call the bank today. Sure enough, they send me the canceled check. So now tomorrow I have to get that. You know, but I'm just ticky. I'm like, (laughs) and she's like, Andrea, she's like, just stay positive and look at the things that are going really, really good. Um, Because there's been a lot of, like today, you guys, you don't even know this, that lot that I was looking at today, I learned that it did sell. And it's fine. I actually rejected making another offer on it just a day or two ago, but I did find out that it sold today. So it had a little sting. So like today kind of came with some chaos and some surprises and I, I just was having a hard one. And I loved it that it was one of my coworkers that works for me that said, Stay positive and look at all of the beautiful things you have going for you right now because it's absolutely the truth of it. And this is one area, you guys, I totally take for granted. I still can just eat like an ox if you will. I can eat pretty much whatever. You know, when I went to that event last night, oh my gosh, I had just, you know, an incredible catered meal. I ate cheesecake. I had, you know, I had, (laughs) you know, I had a couple drinks with people. I mean, I, and I take that so for granted. You know, I I take even my figure for granted. And it's like, ah, I do need to look at all of the positive little things. Because like I say, we all have that cross to bear. I've had relationships that are hard. I'm still meeting some porcupine people right now. I have run into some doozy of some people just even within the last month. And so those are our crosses to bear. They are handmade just for us, you guys. This conflict that I'm going through, it shouldn't be any surprise. <laughs> it just shouldn't. It's like I'm full on being tested, you know, and, and we all are. But like, we have our own little variety of that, don't we? So yours probably looks completely different from mine. I mean, it, it's just unbelievable the ways of the Lord and what he's doing in each one of us. So I hope that something similar, just like I say, that alike would be alike that that spoke to you, that you know that you are in the very wrapper that you're to be in to do the work of the Lord 
it, everything is perfection to him. It's absolute perfection for what you're called here to do that only you can do. Remember, don't you forget that for a hot minute. So that's the biz. I will be chatting at y'all again tomorrow. Have a great night. Take care.